Welcome listeners, my name is Nehemiah Hay, and I'm the host of this podcast that I like to call Never Alone. again and trust me i will acknowledge the elephant in the room it is a thursday when i'm uploading this i did promise every single wednesday for an upload there's a twist that you will not be expecting and that is that one year ago today on september 27th i aired my first ever talk show radio show my school radio so i felt be appropriate for a year from now to do this show today. I know it's a day late, and maybe I should have specified that earlier, but I thought it'd be a fun little anniversary celebration idea. So here is my first ever intro for that first episode I did. It's very cringeworthy, so bear with me in it. If you want the full episode, you can let me know, but here is the first intro I ever did for that show. And welcome to the first installment of Thoughts and Talks with Nemo. Um, that intro took me a while to do. It's been probably my sixth or seventh time trying to make that happen. But hey, we got rolling. I think it was okay that time. Almost seamless, but here, let me turn this music. It'll take some time until it becomes a flawless act. But, wow. Pretty weird. My first radio and podcast show. I'm in this room, in the KFOX radio room alone. And I'll admit, it's pretty pretty strange talking to a mic by myself but i'm happy to be here and it looks like we have one listener right now but maybe hopefully some people can listen to this when i record it and turn it into a podcast but um he has introduced myself my name is nehemiah hey but most people know me as nemo and i'll cut it off there because you know the rest of my intro but very cringy at points but it's kind of fun to look back and remember what that feeling was remember that room and what it felt like and what it felt like to be behind the mic for the first time. Um, it's been a journey for sure. Um, yeah, just funny listening to that. Um, and hearing my voice in there again and the nerves in it. And I knew I tried so many times, but yeah, it was, it's been a journey. Um, but anyways, happy one year to the show. It's had many different forms. Um, it has taken many different turns, had different names, but it's been an experience, to say the least. I remember I started with a, it was called Nemo's Thoughts and Tunes, uh, or just Thoughts and Tunes, I think. And what I did was talked about current events, and then I would play a song, talk about something else that I thought about. Sometimes it would be a funny story, sometimes it would be a joke, sometimes it would be like a serious thing, sometimes it would be a sports-related thing. Then I'd play another song, and then... I would have this live on the school radio, and then afterwards, I would have these all recorded, and I would then um, ask for people's emails, and then I would send them a little Google Drive MP3 file thing, and I was used to, I used to be my main form of processing. I think I had like a, I mean honestly, I probably had more people listening back then, because I had an email list. I think upwards of like forty or fifty back then. I don't know how many of them actually listen to it, but that's how, that's how many people signed up for the email list at one point. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know where my numbers are right now because I've been trying to figure it out from Apple. I have quite a few listeners on SoundCloud, which is fun, but I'm just trying to figure it out from Apple what those numbers are. But it doesn't matter. And then um, later on, if you were still hanging out with us on the show, um, I turned it more into uh, just a regular talk show, more serious. Um, it was called Nemo's Thoughts in the Crazy World, and I was kind of still went on current events, current topics. Those shows are actually on um, iTunes. You can find them probably below. Um, but yeah, so that was like a definitely different turn. And then here we are with never alone. So it's been a year. It's been a wild year. I've learned a lot about podcasting and talking. It's funny. Um, if you want my first episode, like I I ever did, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to share it with you. I haven't listened to it in a while. It may be cringeworthy. It may sound the same as I do now. Um, I am not too sure, but um, yeah, it's just funny to think about how fast a year can go. Cause I remember being so nervous to get behind that mic. I think I restarted that show so many times and trying to get my intro song going and man, oh man, was that a trip, but, um, happy to be here now. Who would have ever thought when I did my first episode that I would be living in Azusa, still recording out my bedroom, not out of a fancy sound studio my university radio room but yeah thank you to everybody who's like been with me along this ride and thank you to everybody who um has been cheering me on and supporting me and giving me advice and telling me what works and what doesn't and um yeah hopefully more shows in the future i've been messing around with the idea of like doing another podcast i'm doing a sports podcast so if you think that would be interesting to you, let me know. Um, it'll be, it wouldn't be on here. It'd be a separate one. I would still do this one, but I'm thinking about doing multiple shows in the future, but we'll see, um, what my grad school homework load wants to say about that. But it's just an idea I've been throwing around for adventures in the next year. I really like the direction that never alone is going in and I've gotten good feedback. So we'll see, but yes, happy one year anniversary to me and my radio. I know it's weird celebrating myself by myself. But it's a happy thing. It was cool to see. Um, Facebook is very helpful in that way, helping me know when um, one-year anniversaries are and when things happen. Sometimes they're sad, sometimes they're good, and this is definitely a happy one. Um, and I'm happy to be here. And this lends right into our topic. Look at this segue I'm doing. It's amazing. But I remember I was – so it was about to be my senior year of college um, last year. So this is probably probably the summer before. So it's probably like end of July-ish. Um, if you are a Netflix person or if you watch TV at all, there's a show called Dear White People, somewhat controversial. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. I like, honestly, I watched season two in one day. I've never done that before and I still feel a lot of guilt and shame for it, but I did it and I will be vulnerable and say that I did. But the main idea of that show was this controversial radio show that this girl had and she was talking about things in her heart and talking about like race stuff and race relations that were happening on her Ivy League campus. And I was thinking, man, that could be kind of cool to do a radio show. Like, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Let's get behind a mic and talk about whatever's on my mind or whatever, maybe whatever is going on around me. And so um, I was like, okay, maybe I'll do this. I thought about it. And I was like, kind of get ideas from people. And it was coming something that I kind of was like threw out there is like, oh, this could be fun. Like, this is, this could be something I would do. But never was like, I'm going to do this. And then um, the school year came back around, and then they had the radio sign-up slots. And I was thinking, oh, man, like, I'll see if they fill up. Like, I want other people to do it. Like, I'll let 
people should experience this. I'll let other people do it. Um, and I was like, oh, like I, this is maybe a bit uncomfortable for me. This may um, not be my thing, like being like talking about things and being vulnerable over a microphone to people. Like it's just weird because I'm like in a room by myself, just talking to myself. I was like, this is just crazy. Like maybe I shouldn't do this. Signups, yeah, came out. Not many people signed up. I was like, okay, I just got to do this. So I signed up for a slot, and I was, like, trying to think of a name. I don't know why Thoughts and Tunes. I thought it was cool. I mean, kind of tacky now because that's legit all I did was Thoughts and Tunes. But Nemo's Thoughts in the Crazy World was another really tacky name. But to go on, um, I was like, okay, I just got to do this. I got to go for it. I got to put my foot out there. And so did it. Did my first episode. It was awkward, to say the least. I had a lot of weird moments. It was all live recording, so I couldn't, like, edit it or anything. And so there were a lot of weird moments in there, I think. At least I remember. It's been a while since I've listened to it, obviously. But I had some people actually give me some criticism, which was interesting. Nothing, like, too crazy, but it's like, hey, you may want to work on this. Or it was more constructive criticism. That's a better way of putting it. They were trying to help me. But um, it was just funny. And so um, I thought it would be appropriate today in live the one year in live radio to talk about comfort and the comfort zone. I had a lot of good feedback from last week's episode on fear and it's kind of lends into that a little bit there'd be some similar themes but i thought um it'd be interesting to dive into comfort and what comfort is and um yeah like me hopping on a radio show was definitely stepping out of my comfort zone but here i am a year now publishing these on itunes every single week um recording from my own house like it's just like crazy so like it's amazing to see what me stepping out of my comfort zone in that case was able to do for me but when we look at the comfort zone it's pretty interesting like and there's a lot of good and bad obviously like when people hear the word comfort zone like it's comfortable obviously because it's in the word but also that's kind of like this weird like that's probably not a good thing like that's probably shouldn't be something that i do but the thing is that we're conditioned to like be in our comfort zone like if you look at all the ads all the things you can think of like the american dream for instance like what is it like a white picket fence two and a half kids a dog, nice house, wraparound porch. Like that's like the American dream right there. But it's also very like it's, it's all about comfort. Like nothing in there is about like stretching or like fe- like facing your fears or going through pain. It's all about comfort. And yeah, look at ads like this phone's gonna do all of this for you, to keep you comfortable. This, um, these clothes, like these like foods or this like you need these things to be comfortable. You people talk about all the time like living to be comfortable like i want to live comfortably you know like that's the classic answer you hear like how much money do you want to make and people who say who don't say they want to be rich like to sound weird like i just want to live comfortable i guess that's what they say they don't want to have no issues no pain they just want to be comfortable i'm like okay you just want to be rich but i don't say it to their face i just say it in my head and to myself later but um i mean i've been guilty i've said that before i think um but what's interesting about the comfort zone is that I mean, inside of it, there's not a whole lot of stretching. There's not a whole lot of um, room for growth ever. There's really never just there. You have your things. You have your system. You're not trying anything new. You're not going to break out of it. You got what you got, and you're cool with it, which is good. Like, there's good things about it, like good things about being in the comfort zone because you know those are things you can go back to when things get a little rocky. Like, here's my comfort zone. This is where I feel comfortable, and that's good. That's always good. But there has to be a time when we have to push ourselves a little bit out of it. Um, when it comes to this interesting um, picture I've seen, and uh, it was first described to me probably 
I think it was my junior year of college when I first heard about this idea. But it had three rings, so like one ring inside of another. So you had a small one in the middle. You had one ring outside of that and a bigger ring outside of that. And the small one in the middle was labeled a comfort zone. And then the one outside of that was labeled the performance zone or the stretch zone. And then the one outside of that was a panic zone. And so um, I was an RA my junior year of college. Um, and so most schools do this. Um but like they just do like some crazy stuff to really get you ready for the school year. And so, um, we were, maybe this is my sophomore year. I'm gonna go back. This is my sophomore year, but like, it, like it matters to you guys. I mean, like sophomore year, junior year, who cares? Okay. But to me it matters. Okay. Um, so my sophomore year of college, um, yeah, I had this idea. So I was told about it. So the big thing of that day was we were going to a ropes course. I hate heights, to say the least. I was very nervous for this day. I was not ready. Um, and so we do all that kind of like low rope stuff. Like it was really cool. Like I enjoyed it. It was like really, I mean, it's all low to the ground. No one's getting hurt. Nothing was too freaky. Um, wasn't shaking in my legs. Yeah, whatever. But um, we came over to this one place and she says, look up. And we look probably, to me, it felt like I was like 500 feet in the air. But it was probably like maybe 70, 80 feet, I think. I think she said 80, but it was this, this huge log that was going in between two trees and it's like a cable on top of it. And she's like, you guys are going to walk across it. And I was like, Oh my goodness. How am I going to do that? That's so high up. And then at the end of the log, she says, that's not it though. And then there was, um, this hanging bar from one of the, a tree at the end of the log. So when you got to the end of the log, your toes hung over to like the ground below. And there's this huge bar that can go back and forth. It was kind of it was kind of a cool thing, and so um, you could jump for it if you wanted to, or you can um, kind of just like stay on there and then like kind of sit in the log and then be lowered down with the um, levy, the rope, whatever it was called that people were holding you up on. And so she says, "Here's the deal. Many of you comfort zone is being on the ground right now." And you're cool with that. You can see people do all these things. And you're like, that's cool, whatever. Like, I'll just be comfortable down here. Maybe I'll hold the rope for one of them and help bring them down or whatever. Um, and she said, some of you, the comfort zone may be up there. Like, the comfort zone could be you standing on top of that log. Like, that seems easy. Um, and then she said, some of you, the like, the stretching the zone outside of comfort zone, um, the stretch zone could be you just putting on the harness. Like, just putting on the harness to get up there. That could be you doing that. Or that could be you just climbing up the ladder and climbing back down. That could be your stretch. Um, for some of you, it could be jumping across. That could be your stretch zone. Um, and so then there's the panic zone. That could be – the panic zone could be definitely for somebody who even just to get on the ladder or even to get on the log or to jump across. And you have to find what um, – we had to each define, like, what's our comfort zone, what's our stretch zone, and what's our panic zone. And so for me um, – I said my comfort zone is getting to the top of the ladder. My dad did construction and stuff. So I was and I did like some work in the summers and did painting and stuff. And so I was pretty comfortable with ladders and it was like not too, I mean it was high, but it was like I've been not in the weird 420 way, but I've been higher than that before. Um, don't quote me on that in any weird ways, please. But um, that, so I've been like higher than that before on ladders. Like, okay, that's cool, whatever. Um, so then my comfort, so that would be my comfort zone. I said my stretch zone would be definitely walking across this plank. I have a very, like this log. So I have like a very big fear of heights, still do. Um, still get freaked out a little bit about thinking about doing this still. But um, I said, that would be my stretch zone. And I said, 
my potential panic zone would be me jumping across to the bar, jumping off the log on and trying to catch the bar in the air. Um, I need to find this video. There's a video of me doing this. Um, but I said, that'd be my potential panic zone, depending on how I feel that my stretch zone goes of walking across the log. And so, um, everyone does their thing. So some people just put on the harness and that's like all I can do. And that's like, we clap for them and applauded them. Some people climbed the ladder. We applauded for them. Some people got up to up the ladder onto the log, sat down the log and got lowered down. We applauded for them. Everyone did their own thing. Some people jumped for the bar. Some people actually just wanted to jump off the log. It was just like, some people were just crazy. Um, and so it was my turn. Um, I got onto, um, my, into my harness onto the ladder across the log and I was like I did it okay this is pretty cool I'm doing this and then I realized that it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be it's kind of like we talked about last week with the whole fear idea like sometimes the things on the other side of fear are like much greater than we ever expected them to be and it's actually not as scary and so I got across the log and it actually wasn't too bad like I have this harness still on me I'm attached to a rope I'm not gonna fall I'm not gonna die unless something crazy happens or people let go of my rope or whatever it may be and so I'm like, you know what? This panic zone may not be as much of a panic zone as I thought. And so I had them um, put the bar out a little bit of a ways. And then I went and jumped for it and I got it and I hung there for a little bit. And then I let go and they lowered me down. And that was quite the day. For, that was a day that will stick with me for a long time, even though I may have not remembered the exact year it was. But it will stick with me for a long time because I learned so much about what like my comfort zone is and how to reevaluate my comfort zone. And learn about what pushing myself in my comfort zone um, is like and I think in that there were many lessons that I've learned that I haven't already mentioned but I was thinking um, too like in my own life like where am I like what do I like when I enter situations like I should be like thinking about where's my comfort zone here Where's my stretch zone and where is my panic zone? So where do things are going to be way too much? Like I can't do that, but where things that will be stretching me, pushing me a little bit out of my comfort zone and where's my comfort zone. And it's totally changed the way I look at situations when I enter them. Um, and I think this is modeled perfectly in the Bible by Jesus. I know I'm going back to Jesus. That's okay. That's how it always goes with him. But I think just the way like he lives his life, he's always like in that stretch zone, that performance zone. I mean, not like to think of Jesus like a, as a performer, but there, um, when you think of Jesus and the way he lived his life, it definitely wasn't a comfortable life. Like he's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Son of the Most High, and he is practically homeless, moving like couch surfing across all these towns in Israel, preaching the word of God, being persecuted for it. Was killed for it. He was talking to prostitutes, to Samaritans, to tax collectors, to Pharisees, Sadducees, anyone you can think of. But it's hard for me to think that Jesus was living in his comfort zone while doing all that. Like to me, in my 2018, 22 year old American life, that doesn't sound like a comfortable life to me. And I doubt it was for him back then, too moving from town to town, being away from family, being away from his roots, being like beaten and shouted at and spat on and 
like possibly I can see him like even though he's Jesus, like I can see him like going hungry at times. Like you think of him, like it's just all this crazy stuff. And I think like he perfectly resembles what it's like to be at the edge of our comfort zone. Like you hear all the tacky quotes all the time about the comfort zone. Like I mean, the big ones are like. I mean, you think of everything like there's this uh, life begins at the end of your comfort zone and then great things never come from the comfort zone or success. You'll never find success in the comfort zone or this is stuff like that. And um, which are true, but that times um, can almost be, like seem like more scary. Like, will I never find success unless I do like crazy stuff? Will I like, you know, like all these thoughts can like get in your head. Um, but I think what we have to realize is like, what's outside of that? Like what we have to question, like what's outside of that for me? What are the things that are keeping me in my comfort zone? We have to find that conviction because a comfort zone, yes, it's nice. Yes, it's comfortable. But like when you think about it, like the benefits are slim. Like, which is weird to think about because it seems easy. seems like a nice life. But like, if you think about it, what are the things you probably, if you're in a comfort zone, like, you're just avoiding like everything that could possibly bring pain or bring joy or success. Like those are things like it's just like, it's a very free of pain world. And it's just like, I don't think we're called to live like free of pain. Like I can't imagine living a life that's free of pain because like, it's just, I think of like, we think of Jesus, like he definitely lived like a, a painful life you know, but like, it's a life that we look up to in so many ways. And I mean, I'm not going to say any of us are, um, going to be like killed or like, are going to have to go to the cross because we're escaping our comfort zone. But like, I think we're scared because whenever we are going to be escaping our comfort zone, there's going to be a huge price, um, that comes with it. And, but think about like, for me, Like there's so much, like I mean, another way they use the stretch zone is also called the learning zone because I think that's where most of the learning can come from. Like there's always a joke, like I never felt comfortable in my comfort zone, but like there's so much like learning that can happen outside of our comfort zone. Like think about the whole world that is out there. Think about all the things you haven't done. Think about all the things you haven't tried before. Think about all the things you haven't experienced. Think of all the people you haven't talked to. Think of all the things that you've, like if it's a business idea, think of like what that could turn into. If it's a relationship or like when to ask somebody out, like what could that turn into? But like if we're so like living in fear and pain, we're just limiting ourselves um, so much. And there has to be a way for us to push ourselves outside of that. I think it's like kind of going back to last week too. Like what, like imagine your life like living like fear, like free of fear and like not worrying about pain or the pain that would bring because there's going to be pain in escaping your comfort zone. There's going to be pain in trying to enter that learning zone. There's going to be pain in trying to enter that stretch zone. But I think of my example when I was going up on the log and trying to walk across between the two trees, like 80 feet in the air, like, Like it was like such a freeing experience 
and it was painful. Like my, like I was still very scared, but then I was like, this is something that I've never done before. And here I am. I have the opportunity to be able to do, it. I'm going to take advantage of this time that I'm in. And for everyone, it looked different and it's not going to look the same for everybody. Like seeing your friend, Joe, who's going to start his huge business. That may not be, I may be a panic zone for you. Be to find like, what are the small steps you can take? Maybe it's taking on a new initiative at work and saying, Hey, can I start this thing here? Or maybe it's like, um, being bold enough to go up to somebody and saying like, Hey, I want to learn from you. I want to be your friends because when our comfort zone, we're not going to be any, no learning is going to happen. You already know everything in the comfort zone. There's no stretching. You're not going to be questioning anything. And I think this has become very evident to me in social media. When I look at people's Facebook pages who are posting all the time, going to delete people who disagree with me. Or if you don't like the way I talk, just take me off. Or if I'm not, if I don't like the way, you are with me. I'm going to take you off my social media. But just by doing that, we're such, we're like limiting our, that learning zone. We're taking that learning zone away from us because we're eliminating the ideas, thoughts, and um, experiences that we could be learning from. And it's just like such a shame to me. It makes me so sad whenever I see that stuff because I just think, man, you guys are, you guys are really limiting what you're able to see and experience in this world. And I think especially in the world that we're in right now where it seems so divisive between like right now today was like the hearing between um, for Kavanaugh to become like a judge in Supreme Court. And I have my own opinions about that. You can ask me about that uh, outside of here. But like um, Dr. Ford came on and it's just interesting to see the person. She was the person who um, was saying she was assaulted by Kavanaugh back in high school and some came, and there's been like five other people who have come forward with these similar things but it's interesting to see all these um people who are on these senate hearings who are just saying like how bogus this all is how they're unwilling to like waver but i don't think any of them have really been willing to go and talk to uh, like a woman who's experienced assault or experiences because the things they're saying are things that they would never say if they knew somebody or talked to somebody who had experienced assault. And I think there's a lot of people in their circles who probably have, but in order to maintain their comfort zone and maintain their own comfortability, they've been unwilling to learn and have those tough conversations and being able to get outside of themselves. And, um, it was like, yeah, it was like an example I saw like today, for instance, and like on in our current world, but, um, it's same with social media, same with like our friend groups and like, if you just surround yourself with people who are like you, there's no growing that's going to happen. You're not going to learn. Like I've been in places where people just surround themselves with people who are just like them. And it just breaks my heart to see because they're like limiting their potential. They're limiting who they can be. They're limiting um, who they can reach out to, the things they can learn. Because if you surround yourself with people who are just going to be the same as you, talk the same as you, make you feel comfortable, like, there's no like growth that's going to happen in that. Like you look at Jesus, like look at the people he surrounded himself with. It wasn't all him. I mean, yeah, he was the only like holy person in the world, but he didn't hire or like not hire, but he didn't surround himself with like a bunch of do good religious people. He surrounded himself with people who were looked down upon in society, people who were very different from him, had different upbringings. And that's the beauty of him because he was able to, learn and engage with people who are different than him as a result of being surrounded by um, his followers and his disciples. And something that definitely takes, you have to take one step at a time. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be 
one day you're gonna be like, I'm gonna step out everything out of my comfort zone. But like, I think it's just one step at a time. Like what are the little things you can do now that can push yourself forward, make yourself better, find that success, find the things you've been wanting to do for a long time, but I've been too afraid of the fear that may um, be out there or too afraid of the pain that could be like could come as a result or like our greatest when we're really flowing as people is when we have those high challenges and we like may have like may and may not have like the skills to reach them but we're able to rise to the challenge that's us escaping our our comfort zone and being able to grow and being able to rise up and it sounds scary like it freaks me out but like this could look like just like going for your dreams like gaining confidence exploring something new choosing happiness for yourself sometimes our comfort zone can be sad things i've realized for myself like comfort and like things that like oh i'm not gonna change that's too hard you know like sometimes i've been um like i've struggled like depression and stuff in the past and i've almost like become comfortable in my depression like i'm not gonna work on this you know it's just like it's there like whatever like i'll just embrace it but I'm not like me stretching myself would would have been me like actively fighting it. It's a lot of pain and fighting against something that's inside of you. But I that was something that was a step I had to take every single day because I had like all like whenever I'm in those moments I had those like that life sucked out of me. And it's easy to become comfortable in the bad things too. It's either easy to become comfortable in the addiction, easy to become comfortable in the bad habits. Like it's so easy to like just give up on yourself and be like, oh, change will be too hard. Even with like exercise, for instance, there's a lot of pain that comes from that. There's a lot of pain from giving up people who are toxic, toxic in your life. Like they may seem like, oh yeah, duh. Like I want to give those things up, but those are comfortable. They become comfortable for you and it's harder to give that up. But think about like the possibilities in the outside of that. Think about, you can probably get the most out of life when you're outside of your comfort zone. You can realize that you may like change more than you thought. You can realize that the limits that were once on your life are gone. You'll be able to see abundance. You can act in, in spite of fear. You can embrace the unknown, try new things like there's just so much out there in this world and the world has so much more to offer than like what we could ever expect or imagine. And for me lately too, like it seems like pretty basic, but like getting waking up and going to the gym or going to the gym after a long like class day and work day, like it's painful and it's a stretching experience for me. But even that is me going outside my comfort zone. It's easier to come home and, just lay down and eat, but, or like watch TV or whatever. But like, I have to realize like, if I'm going to want to grow in this way, like in my like physical, like athleticism and strength, like I'm going to have to push myself to do that every single day. And if it's like a, a relationship that you're in, that's like not good. It's easy to become comfortable in that and be like, Oh, like whatever. Like it is what it is. Like it'd be so much harder to break up with this person than just to suck it up every single day and just bear it with them. And that's not worth it. It isn't worth it. And I think often when we think of comfort zones, it's easy to think of the good things and money and things we have. But I think also we have to look at the bad things too that may be in our comfort zone. Because I think a couple of weeks ago when I pastors the church I go to, he um, was saying like it's easy to become comfortable in discouragement and, and other people's opinions and uh, addictions and like whatever it may be. And we have to ask God for strength to break out from that. Because the devil wants to make it comfortable for you, 
you know like he wants you to be like oh yeah whatever i'll just accept it you know it's just part of my life now i'll be i'll try to become comfortable in it but no like you can't do that like it doesn't work that way like what if like jesus is like yeah like yeah like this is like too much like whatever like we want like it's just crazy to think about and so i think we have to be very diligent in what we're choosing to be comfortable in and where we're choosing where we're choosing to push ourselves towards and it's amazing to see my friends who may have had a different world viewpoint because they were in their comfort zone with all our people who thought the same way and once they got outside of it like wow like i've never seen the world the same before and there's a reason why mission trips i have my issues with short-term mission trips i'm sorry but like this is besides the point of the good things about it but there's a reason why people come back feel like I feel like a changed person because they're able to see something that's so different while they're being pushed outside of their comfort zone and pushed into something new and pushed into something different because they're able to see and realize that, wow, like there's so much more to life than what I've been seeing. There's so much more to life than what I've grown up in because especially I grew up in like suburban Portland. It's a very, very comfortable area. But even moving down here, like I've been stretched in so many ways, I had to learn so much. And I think for ourselves, you have to ask, you have to ask yourself, like, what are the ways in which I can grow? Is it me moving to a different area of town? Is it me switching jobs? Is it me changing relationships? Is it me asking people out for coffee who are different than me? Is it me actually going to the gym? Is it me saying no to addiction? Because who knows what's on the outside of that? And you have to weigh, like, what's the conviction inside of you? There's a reason why that feeling's in there. So why not go chase it? What's, like, who knows, like, the worst-case scenario, you know, you don't even know what that is. And it probably isn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to fall off that log and die, and I end up jumping across. And with this radio show, it's a low, I mean, it's, a, like, a low-key thing, but it was big for me to open up and be vulnerable over a microphone and be able to talk to people. And it's, like, here I am a year later, and it's changed my life in a lot of ways, to be quite honest with you. And open me up as a speaker and as someone who opens their heart up more. And I just think there's a lot of ways in which the comfort zone can be toxic. And a lot of ways in which we have to look to that stretch zone and be like, what's out there for me? And how can I enter a situation being with whatever, I, wherever I'm at, like, where's my comfort zone here? Where's my stretch zone? Where's my panic zone? And where can I, like, that in between, where's that, that, that stretch zone, that learning zone? And think of it as a learning zone. Because you're going to learn and learning. There's nothing ever wrong with learning. Nothing is ever wrong with learning. And you, if you know where your panic zone is, you don't have to go that far. And for some people with like my log experience, for example, it was just putting on the harness. For some people, it was doing a backflip off the top of the log. Like whatever that may be for you, I guess to go find it and search for it. And it's different for everybody. You're going to look around, see people trying to do different things, and it may look different for you. But you have to know, like, here's me stretching myself. Here's the steps I'm taking to get out of my comfort zone. It's all one step at a time. It could be a conversation. It could be a text. It could just be, like, you journaling a thought. It could be a lot of things. So what what's your comfort zone, I ask you? What's in there? What are the things that you're comfortable in? Are they good? Are they bad? Do some of them need to change? What needs to go? I know for me there's a lot. Every day, I'm like, wow, that's a very comfortable situation for me. That's why I like it so much. But I'm not growing in that. I'm not becoming who I'm meant to be in that. That's what I leave you with. Just think about those questions. 
think about what your life would be like outside the comfort zone. Man, one year, like pretty crazy to me, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to still keep rolling. And yeah, blessings to you all. Thanks for listening again. I hope you appreciate this episode. Um, mostly as I'm just speaking a lot to myself too and what I'm going through in life. So if you have any questions, I'm down to always talk about whatever it may be, phone call, meet in person, whatever it is. All right. Have a blessed afternoon, evening, morning, night, wherever it is, whatever day of the week you are. Um, yeah, you're never alone. Just remember that. No matter what you're going through, you're never alone. All right. Peace.